Welcome to the Thought Boss Podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm here to show you that all the help you need is already inside of you and that you're far more powerful than you give yourself credit for. I'm glad you're here. Now let's turn you into a Thought Boss. You guys, today's podcast is so good. I cannot wait to talk to you about this. So I went to the pool on Saturday with my family, actually just my kids. I didn't bring my husband. He was working. Um, so I just went with my kids and on like halfway there, I was like, you know what? I might actually like get wet today. So maybe I should wear a swimsuit. So we turned around, we went home and got my swimsuit. I shaved my legs really quick, got back in the car and went to the swimming pool. And I just decided, you know what? I'm going to have some fun today. And so instead of just wearing my clothes and sitting on the sidelines, I was like, I'm going to put on my swimsuit. I'm going to go swimming with my kids. And I just as like the background, I want you to know that your brain is wired to be very critical of your body. Here is the reason. And I know I've said this in a hundred different ways, but your like part of your brain like the main part that's usually driving for almost everybody and all the time, like it's just instinctual, is the part of you that is trying to keep you alive. And you might think, oh, that's just like food, water, shelter, like that's all it has to worry about. But no, <laughs> the survival part of you wants to make sure that other people approve of you because it finds that community is important. Like if you have people around you that you trust, then you're going to be safe. And if you have people around you that are going to feed you and take care of you, you're going to be safe. And so it doesn't really differentiate between like people who actually can help you (laughs) and um, people who like have nothing to do with you. And so your brain's job is basically just to be afraid of everybody's opinion. So I want you to know that the reason your brain wants to criticize you, the reason that you have thoughts like my thighs are too big, these stretch marks are ugly, what are people going to think of my like winter white skin is not because those things are actually like a real problem, but just because your brain is trained to look for things that are wrong and to find them. It doesn't matter what's around you especially your own body. We just, we are really in the habit of having thoughts about your body. You're, you don't wake up every morning and your brain's like, Hey, what should we think about our body today? And is like examining it and like wondering like what we should believe about ourselves for the most part. It's just like, let's think the easiest thought possible, which is the one that we've been thinking forever, which is like, there's something wrong with me. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. My legs have too many stretch marks. Like all the thoughts that you were thinking yesterday and the day before and forever, those are the thoughts that your brain's going to think because those are the easiest thoughts to think. There's already a pathway carved in your brain. The thoughts that we think, they carve like these roads in our brain, like actual roads. They, the more that you think the thought, like my thighs are ugly or they're too big, my thighs are too big. My thighs are too big. My thighs are too big. The more that your brain just keeps firing 
And your brain doesn't differentiate between like what's true and what's not true. You just think that it's true because you've had that thought a lot of times and because it's an easy thought to think. But it's only easy to think because you've had it so many times. Like it just like jumps on the freeway because we've just like created this path so many times that they decided to like pave the road so that it's just easier and easier to think that thought. It's not because it's actually true, okay? All right, so as I was at the pool, I was thinking, man, I really want everybody else, like all my girls, I want you to feel better when you're at the pool and when you're hanging out with people. Because you know when you go to like a pool party or just the swimming pool or the lake or something, and you're like really preoccupied with like how your swimsuit looks and how you're sitting and if your stomach is sticking out and if all of your like hair is covered up, like we're always really preoccupied with how we look. And how I felt on Saturday was just like, wow, I'm having so much fun. I love doing this with my kids. And the reason I was able to do that is because I figured out what my brain was trying to tell me and then I decided not to believe it. So I put on my swimsuit and half of my body is tan because I have, um, I have like a fake tan on part of my body. And then the other half of me is like stark white. Like I'm so white that I got called Casper at some point and I never lived it down. I just felt so awful. Like the things that you say to people really matter and they just, your brain just holds on to those things. Anyway, so I walked in and I thought, man, I do not look at all like the girls in the magazines. Like my thighs are not toned. My arms are not like super strong. Like they're okay, but they're not super strong. And like part of me is tan and part of me is not. And like my eyelashes, like half of them are falling off. I just felt like I do not look very pretty right now. I don't look very sexy right now. And now in my conscious mind, I know, okay, I don't need to look sexy right now. Like it's okay for me to just look however I look. But the subconscious mind is the one that is like analyzing your life and deciding what to think about everything. And the thing that it's always going to think is either the easiest thought, the habit thought, or the survival anxious depressed thought and it's just worried about what everybody else is thinking about you so i saw my legs and i thought well at least i shaved them but they're like very white and they're not like toned they don't look like i've been working out a lot or that i'm like focusing on my physique and for a second i was like very conscious of the way that i looked and I was having the feeling of shame because I didn't look like I thought I should look. Now your subconscious, the one that's talking, has been programmed to believe that your body is there for people to look at and that they should enjoy looking at your body and that it should be like very pleasing and you should be beautiful for everyone else and that you are this like object to be observed and like complimented and we get trained like that, like our parents train us like that, society trains us like that, our friends, like when somebody walks in and they're like, oh my gosh, you look so cute, you look so good. We're just trained to like want to look good for people. 
But as a human, like my job is not to look good for people. That's not even close to my job. Like my job is to be me and to share the gift that is me and like the talents that I have and my personality and to just like be here sharing like the light and the joy of who I am. There's like my purpose has nothing to do with the way that I look. But that doesn't matter to your subconscious mind. So, okay, I'm going to go right into the notes that I took um, when I was at the pool. So here it is. Three things you should know about your summer body. Number one, your body is not supposed to look like anybody else's. This is because you are a unique human. You're like this work of art, like the person who created you did not want to just like carbon copy somebody else. Like God was like, let's make something beautiful and unique and unlike anybody else. Even if you find somebody who's like, you know, quote your doppelganger, you're still not exactly like them. Like there are tons of different ways that you can be different from them. There are no two same humans. Like you are unique and you're supposed to be unique. All of your muscles and your bones and your nerves and your organs, like everything working together in this way is like art. Like you were designed to function as a human, a human who can think and talk and create and love and interact and do so many things like fulfill a mission. You were meant to do that. So you're a unique human and a work of art. Not to mention your body, like besides all the cool things that it can do, it also is the house of one of the most precious things in the universe, which is a unique human soul. So because you are one of a, a one of a kind person, your body is also one of a kind. It's not supposed to look like or work like or move like anybody else's or any other body. So instead of looking at it and criticizing it, what if you said, hey, unique, amazing body, thank you. Thank you for keeping all of my important parts together. Thank you for doing your job. Thank you for breathing and for walking and for moving and loving and serving and being you. I'm so grateful that you're here. Sometimes we identify with our body a little bit too much because we forget that there's another part to us. And I feel like the more important part is your soul. It's the person that you are on the inside because even when people's bodies fail them, they're still able to be themselves. They're still able, like they're still them. They're still here. They're still present. So the most important part of you is your soul. And your body is here to serve you. So if you're constantly criticizing it, it doesn't feel very good. But so I like to treat my body as if it's like this separate thing from me and like talk to it and tell it that I love it. And also that I'm sorry. Because I, I like to say something like, I am sorry that I have been programmed to hate you, but I want to let you know that I actually love you. And I'll touch all the different beautiful parts of my body. The parts that I like to touch the most are like the outside of my thighs, like instead of getting stretch marks on my stomach when I was pregnant, um, I got stretch marks on the outside of my legs, like my hips just 
grew a lot. And I decided a long time ago, it's been at least a couple of years, that I just really loved my stretch marks. And every time that I see them, I have trained my brain to like just fall more in love with them. And I thank them all the time. Thank you so much for stretching. Thank you for doing your job and like giving me more fat so that I could feed my baby and take care of it. Like you did such an amazing job and I'm so proud of you. And you carried me and a baby. You walked around with me and took care of me all those nine months, four times, and have continued to carry babies for me. Like my legs are such a gift. I want to be so kind to my legs because they do so much for me. Okay. That, that kind of ties into number two, which is that your body is not you. But it is the one thing in the universe that is most in sync with you. When your soul and your body work as a team, then you can make magic happen. But only when you're working as a team. Have you ever had a teammate who was like, had a different idea than you, and they wanted to go in a separate direction? That's what happens when you criticize our body is it rebels against you. It does not like what you're saying to it. And it just kind of like shuts down. It does the really basic, basic functions, but even those can be interrupted when we're constantly filling it with shame and stress. Like this is just science. When we offer stress and anxiety to our bodies, our bodies do not feel supported. They feel the actual chemicals of those emotions. It goes through throughout your whole entire body. It goes into your bloodstream and into every cell of your body. Those chemicals do. And chemicals are created from our thoughts. So our thoughts in our brain, it's kind of like that your thoughts are the chef. And you have thoughts like, I hate my thighs. And it creates the feeling of hatred or like just the opposite of love, the opposite of a good feeling. And when you feel that, it goes from your brain all the way down your spinal cord into your bloodstream, and that courses all throughout your body. Your whole entire body feels it when you say, I hate my thighs. And it's directed towards your thighs, and so it can land in your thighs. So oftentimes people will give themselves ulcers or cancer. Like, we know that when you go to the doctor, they're like, Oh, you have too much stress. Like, that's why you had a heart attack. What is stress? Stress is just a chemical that happens when you have thoughts, stressful thoughts, anxious thoughts, fearful thoughts. It's too much for your body. So your body starts to shut down and not work the way that it was designed to when you're not kind to it. You guys are supposed to be teammates, okay? It's okay. You don't have to have any shame for this. You were trained to do this by society, but it doesn't have to be your reality now. It doesn't have to be your reality this summer. So when you're constantly criticizing your body, it it just doesn't feel appreciated or loved. You can't be unkind to your body without also being unkind to your soul because you're connected. Your body has a job and your soul has a job. And I think your body might hold itself a little taller and not break out into like anxious hives and create illness and not give you like constant stomach cramps or headaches if you were a little nicer to it. It doesn't have to be flawless for you to be kind. 
You don't have to tell yourself that you're a model and you're amazing. You can just tell yourself thank you. You can just find genuine gratitude for the body that you have. Just love your body because it exists. Like right now in this moment, it is doing something for you. It has ears and it's listening. It can hear this podcast. Ears are amazing because then we can take in information. It goes into our brain and we can apply it to our lives. Like all because you have ears. Like thank your ears. When's the last time you said thank you to your ears? I'm so grateful for you. I don't know if I've ever said thank you to my ears, but I'm saying it right now. Thank you so much ears. Thank you for always serving me. I love you. I want you to just try it out. And if you can't try it out for yourself, if you're like, no, those thoughts are just like not available to me. I want you to try it out for your daughter or your niece or your little six-year-old neighbor next door. Because what do you want her to say to her body? What if we taught all of the little girls how to treat their body and how to think about themselves by the way that we think about ourselves? Your mindset work isn't just about you. The way that you treat your body is not just about you. You're influencing everybody around you. So choose gratitude. Choose to love your body. Choose to love your ears. Choose to love your legs. They don't have to be perfect. You just get to choose to love them just exactly as they are right now. Your body loves you. Your body serves you. You can be kind. Okay, so that leads us into number three, which is that it is your job to set the example. Set an example for other people of what it looks like to love yourself and to not criticize yourself and to trust yourself. If you want to change diet culture and body shaming, you have to start with you. You have to, it has to start on the inside of you, not after you've lost 20 pounds, not after you have like bought some Spanx and you look really good in the mirror on a Friday night after you spent two hours getting ready. No, like right when you get out of the shower and you look like a wet dog and you don't have any eyelashes on and maybe you forgot to shave one leg, like in that moment is when it starts or when you're really sick and your nose is red and like you smell bad. That is a moment that it is most important to be kind to your body and to choose to love it and to choose to be grateful for it. It is literally always available to you to be able to do that. So if you hate diet culture, if you hate body shaming, start on the inside with you. Other people are going to see you and they're going to feel your energy. They're going to sense it. They're going to notice how free and happy you look in a swimsuit. And they're going to see clearly that even though you're not a Greek goddess statue, you are happy and you are confident. And their brain's going to like trip up on on it a little bit. Like, um, is that possible? Like, why is she so happy? Why is she so confident? Part of this is noticing when your mind wants to look at other people's bodies too, okay? Because it's instinctual to compare. It really is about survival. So have a ton of grace for yourself. And when you notice your judgment of somebody else's body, just whisper to yourself, I choose love instead. And then get really curious about who that person is. This is the example we're trying to set. The example I want to set for my kids is showing them that people, humans are important 
not because of the way that their body looks, but because of who that they who they are. Like I want my kids to know that it's possible for us to look beyond somebody's body and try to see somebody and be curious about them. If it's just some random stranger at the pool or at the lake, just try to notice something else about them. Like I love their smile or I bet they're a really creative person. Just make up a story in your head about the amazing person that they are and just decide that of course they're amazing and I'm not even going to think about what their body looks like. And in order to do this, you're going to have to tell yourself it's safe. Like it's safe for me to not be focused on my body or anybody else's body. It's safe for people to look different than me. It's safe for me to look different than other people. It's safe for me to not be a model. Because your brain actually is going, like, it is very concerned with your safety. And it's going to be concerned that you're not safe. That's the whole reason it's afraid of your summer body. is because it doesn't want anybody else to see it and criticize it and judge it. Because that would mean that you're not going to survive. You won't be approved of and you won't survive. So I want you to know that you can get curious about who another person is without having to think about their body. So if it's a friend, ask them questions and and get to know them. Maybe choose thoughts about them like, I love her, she's amazing, what could I learn from her? Or if it's a stranger, maybe thoughts like, I wonder what she's been through, I wonder how she's feeling, I wonder who she is and what amazing things she has done in her life. This is really gonna help retrain your brain to see people instead of bodies. Okay, I want you to know it's totally normal for your brain to criticize your summer body. And what's going to happen when you go and you try to apply this podcast is you're going to feel really anxious. And here's how you get through that. You put your hand on your stomach softly, gently, or on whatever part of your body feels kind of nervous. Maybe just hold your own hand and make a promise to yourself. Just say, I want you to know I'm going to be here for you. I want you to know that it's okay that you're anxious and you're scared. We're going to be anxious and scared, and we're still going to wear the swimsuit anyway. We're going to feel judged, and we're going to feel fear, and we're going to feel all of the negative emotions, and that's okay. And what I tell those feelings, I like actually talk to these feelings, and I say, it's okay that you're here. And also, I invite other emotions in, like confidence and trust but most of all, a ton of love. Love for my body, love for who I am, love for other people, love that my body can do all these things and even be in a pool, love for the sun, gratitude for the sun. All of these things are available to you. All right, that's the end of the podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are here today. Please share this podcast with somebody who needs to hear it. And I know that all of your friends need to hear it. So just send it over to your best friend or your group of girlfriends in a text and say, hey guys, you should listen to this and then invite them all to a pool party. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, if you're ready to make your mind a safe and peaceful place to be, I want you to sign up for a free coaching consultation and together we're going to find out exactly what makes you tick and we'll heal your relationships with yourself, with God, your business, and other people. Because when you feel good, you can do good. I know that the world is waiting for the special magic that you have to offer. 
don't make us wait any longer. Sign up for a one-on-one call with me and become the Thought Boss of your own life. Go to ThoughtBossCoaching.com or find me on Instagram at ThoughtBossCoaching.